everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Hi, I'm the Asian sensation, Kanji. You're listening to Queen's Court. Hi, guys, this is the Queen of Queen's Massage talking, and I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. All right, everyone, welcome to episode number five of Queenie Suggests on Queen's Court with your girl, the Queen of N.E. And I'm so excited to bring you (laughs) Miss Jizzy from the Dead Ass Girls podcast. Hey, girl. (laughs) Hey, Queen. (laughs) What's up, honey? How we doing? I am good. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, one half of the Deadass Girls, uh, Gina sends her regards. You know, she out here protecting us from this corona bullshit. Oh, my God. Thank you, (laughs) Gina. We miss you, but I appreciate you. (laughs) Exactly. Keeping us safe and and sanitized. Yeah, seriously. Where's the Purell? I cannot. Uh, Too much going on. But, girl, I am so excited to have you here. Your show makes me laugh. So hard every so time cool. I turn it on, and you know my pal and our pal Benji Calavera mm-hmm. told me, "Listen, yes, yes, he is like a big supporter." Shout out to Benji, always like I always see him tag us in all your posts. So yep. I'm like, all right, let me check out this Queen's Court. Let me check out Your Majesty out here, okay? <laughs> and and I I just love the premise of the show. It's like it's it's like. Short, simple, sweet, but it gets to the point. It's like a really cool thing. I listen to it on my lunch break, really. Aww, I only have I only have a half hour, so I'm like, oh, let me just bang out this podcast real quick. <laughs> yep. I listen to y'all on my way home from work because I'm oh, like, yes. I, need, I need to laugh, honey. <laughs> right. I need to t- I need to hear some curls. This is what's exactly. happening. Y'all had me dying on your last episode, but oh we'll my get God, there. thank you. Uh, yes. Yeah, you're the best. And because of Benji, I was like, all right, let me check out these girls, and it's been nonstop laughter ever since. So. I'm like, listen, I, I'm doing this Women's History Month uh, stuff on Queen's Court where I'm having all female voices for the entire month of March. And I'm like, what podcast can I get? I'm like, oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I'm calling them right now. <laughs> so, oh, that is such a cool project. Yeah. A shout out to the women. And, you know, speaking about that, I definitely want to uh, just kind of let y'all know about a little book project we put out as well. All right. Yes. So, Queen, this is your show, and go ahead and take the lead. <laughs> Girl, don't worry, I'll let you talk all about that. <laughs> First, I want to talk a little bit about our about your wrestling fandom. Kind of let the, the the listeners get to know you a little bit, and uh, kind of what you're into. And we'll start with like what really got you into wrestling. Yeah. So, um, Gina and I. So. We we all uh, we both had brothers, um, and then growing up, um, of course, we grew up poor. We just only had one TV, so anytime like we would share the TV, it was time for my brother to watch something. He'd watch wrestling, and then eventually, I just kind of sat down and watched it with him. Like, all right, let's see what this is about. He got the TV for three hours now, um, and then and my love for wrestling kind of just grew from there, from watching it, um, and then uh, it kind of led to our friendship because we met in high school, and we were sort of like the only girls in high school who really liked wrestling, so mm-hmm. we were always just linked to each other talking about wrestling. Um, so that's kind of how it's grown, of course. Um, our love like for the nostalgic stuff versus the new things have changed um, as we got older, but 
it's still a pretty strong um, love for it. It's very deep appreciation. If anything, um, it went from like watching it, oh my God, it's so cool, to watching it now. Like it's sort of like performance art to us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's an awesome way to look at it. I feel the same way. And, you know, when you were starting to watch wrestling, who were the people that you immediately gravitated towards in terms of the superstars and talent? Okay, so this is going to sound super corny, but I only liked wrestlers that I had a crush on. <laughs> yes, girl! <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I had the biggest crush on Matt Hardy <laughs> growing up. Oh, so, Matt habits. Hardy, um, I loved Lita growing up. Um, I had a huge crush on The Rock. And plus, his promos were always A1. Like, you could never touch that man on the mic. Um, I was also um, a big fan of surprisingly enough well not really but molly holly especially when she had that run with um william regal like i lived for that little interaction it was just so cute and then um to top it off i would say as well um damn i'm blanking on his name i can't believe it oh mankind there you go mankind yes And I actually used to, like, wrap a belt around my face. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Like, my dad would be like, well, where's my belt? And he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Give me the belt. belt." (laughs) Like, listen, I have to do this, okay? Exactly. He's like, listen, I'm trying to go to work. You over here looking like a damn clown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that, though. But isn't that fun when we were kids and, like, how invested we were in, in, in the wrestling and like how attached we were to these characters and all exactly, that. Exactly. You watch it on TV, right? You watch it on TV. You're like, Oh my God, you're so cool. Like I want to be just like them. So then you start dressing up like them, start like doing little mini promos. Like me and my brother used to always do like little mini wrestling moves on each other, which of course they told us like, don't try this at home. Meanwhile, my brother's almost choking me out here in the fucking living room. <laughs> oh, my God. See? There it is. I did that with my cousin, too. We would always do moves on each other, like, trying to, like... Right. And then uh, we ended up having a pool. So Ooh. we had a pool for one time. Like, that one rare family who has a pool in New York, which is super rare. Right. So we used to do, like, like wrestling moves in the pool, like the choke slam and arcade. <laughs> yes, girl. <laughs> The arcade was the best one to do in the pool. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because you knew that you were not going to get hurt. Like, the water was going to protect you. <laughs> yeah. Worst thing is you're going to get water up your nose. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, so much chlorine I swallowed. It's not even funny. It's so true. <laughs> but, you know, from then, wrestling has evolved so much into mm-hmm. where we are right now in 2020, from, you know, watching as kids to now. What is keeping you into wrestling like investing in it in 2020? So one thing um, that's definitely keeping me invested is how fucking fine these men are looking. Like, I don't know what it is, but the wrestlers are evolving. They're getting sexier. (laughs) No, but besides that, (laughs) it's just, it's just, let me not be too thirsty on a, on the Lord's day. That's okay. okay. We can, we can um, be a little thirsty, but not a little thirsty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's it's just seeing the evolution of the type of wrestler that we're seeing. Like, I mean, we grew up seeing like these big, you know, sweaty, like beefy men with like muscles upon muscles, and then now it's like you can have a guy that looks like Keith Lee who gets a push. Yes. You can have a guy who looks like Kevin Owens who gets a push. You have Nia Jax. You have, and you know, it's just seeing women of color like. 
you know, growing up, that's one thing I never really connected with is like, I don't see a big girl. I don't see a woman of color. Now I have Naomi. I have Nia Jax. I have Amber Moon and Sasha Banks. Like, it's great to see that they're finally branching off to, you know, branching away from that stereotype. Um, and it's it's also really just like the the evolution of the style of wrestling. Like back sure. then, you know, we thought an elbow drop was like the hottest thing in the world. Now you have like super athletic guys like Mustafa Ali and Ricochet and and, and Seth Rollins who are like pulling off like these high flying stunts. Um, I mean, yeah, we have Rey Mysterio, but it's good to see, you know, a little bit more finesse in the ring, so to speak. Yeah, I think you're totally right. When you can turn on things like, you know, AEW just had their revolution show and mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara pulled out that 630 and I'm over yeah. there like, excuse me, sir, this is the second <laughs> exactly. match of the show. Tone it down. Relax. Right, like, yo, like, if I was a wrestler back there, I'd be like, you know what? I'm not going out after that. What am I going to yeah. do? I'm, I'm going to sit down. <laughs> Like, what I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to do a, a 1080? How is that possible? <laughs> I know. Well, the high flyers. And, and you're you're so right. Like, the way that people look now is so different. And they're celebrating different cultures. And they're pushing new body types and more body positivity, which I love. And, you know, a lot of, I'd say, like, what traditionally smaller wrestlers. You know, we're mm-hmm. used to seeing those very, very tall, and t- you know, towering figures like a Drew McIntyre, for example. Mm-hmm. That type of of man, body type. And then we got people like Daniel Bryan absolutely killing it. Exactly. And I love that we've gotten to a point where we don't turn on and see the champion. Well, we, we do right now because we're yeah. in a little bit of a mess. <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't have to be put that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So that's really what's been keeping me going. And also the new wrestling productions. I mean, I'll keep it uh, buck hunted right now. Mm-hmm. The Deadass Girls do not watch AEW. And mm-hmm. I'm sure, sure you've heard us bash AEW a lot. I did. That's all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we don't watch it, um, but that's not to say that we don't respect it. Like, the fact now that we have so many other options of wrestling to choose from is, is kind of making it exciting. Like, hey, if I don't want to watch WWE, I'll watch AEW. Or I could watch, um, you know, Total Impact. Or I can watch, you know... Like, all these other promotions that are coming out, like New Japan and stuff. Like So I think that is also what's keeping us going. It's like, hey, we have options now. Yeah, a ton of options right now. And exactly. aside from those uh, awesome ladies that you mentioned, are there any other favorites right now in WWE that you're like, that's my dude, that's my girl, like, ride or die? So Jizzy's faves right now for women, given, you know, Women's International Month. Um, right. So definitely Naomi, uh, Sasha Banks. So Nikki Cross, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like people don't give her the due that she's that she's old. But Nikki Cross was, like, in one of the best groups in NXT. And she was a pivotal person in one of the biggest NXT stories that we had, who yep. attacked Aleister Black. So... Um, you know, I feel like once they separate her from Alexa Bliss, I feel like she can shine. Um, another person that we don't give en- uh, enough credit to uh, is Ruby Riot. Like she, yep. you know, she steps, like she steps it up, right? So, um, and also Sonya Deville. Like I kind of wish that they, you know, if they broke up Mandy and, so- and Sonya, just let her do her own thing. Um, you know, she could definitely shine. And then of course, Shayna Baszler. Yes. At first, I was not, I was not a Shayna fan. I was like, listen, she's boring. She's like a female Brock Lesnar, in my opinion. 
But the homegirl has been putting in the work in the lab. Like, she's been improving her mic skills. She's deadly in the ring. Like, she carries a lot of matches um, a lot of times. I agree. And she's just become such a charismatic person in her own right. Like, just watching her become so comfortable in the ring has made me realize, like, oh, she is somebody to watch out for. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm riding hard for my Baser girl. I love that. I like Shane Baszler, Baszler a lot too, and I think that she's she's really coming into her own. I mean, she's obviously very talented in the ring. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody can argue that. But she's really made a lot of improvements on the mic, and you know, she's super intimidating. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they're gonna do with her. You know, at Mania. So exactly, yeah, Woo-hoo! totally agree. <laughs> things to look forward to. But speaking of things to look forward to, it's all about this show, Dead Ass Girls Podcast, honey. So, <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about it and the listeners a little bit about, like, a little bio, if you will? All right. So, the Deadass Girls podcast, founded by two flagrant women from New York City. (laughs) We get together every two weeks, and we just talk about, I mean, yes, we are a wrestling podcast, but we talk about other stuff. We talk about our sex lives. We talk about um, music. We talk about fashion. We roast people all the time. And, um, you know, we also give our own predictions and our own reviews. So it's really a, a, a culturally collective podcast. It's like it's sort of looking into the mind of a female wrestling fan who clearly has other interests in mind, so to speak. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So we kind of we wanted um, our podcast to feel like a conversation amongst friends. Right. Because like where you're sitting around with your friend. You know, you're drinking, you're, you're doing other things. And typically the conversations are never clean. And typically the conversations are so way off base. It's like, hey, why don't we just sit down and actually record it? So that's what our podcast is. And we have the Deadass family. So we, you know, anyone who listens and anyone who shows us love, you're introducing to the family. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> it really is sitting down and you, you guys talk about it all. And, and that's the thing that I find so endearing about your show um, how many, or I guess, how long have you two been podcasting together? So it's been two years uh, mm-hmm. now, which I'm, I'm surprised, like two years have gone by so quickly. <laughs> right. And, it flies, and, huh? And I feel, right. Like, it's like, what? Like two years already? It's 2020. So we actually, our first episode debuted after the Royal Rumble of 2018. Nice. So we were like, listen, let's get our equipment, let's sit down, let's do it. And then we just kind of been doing it since and we've evolved um, during it. So in the beginning, we used to actually try to script ourselves, so to speak. We try to sound like, you know, professional journalists and like, oh, we know (laughs) our shit. Yeah. And then uh, eventually it was just like one day where we're like, listen, this is not us. This is not how we speak. This is not how we act. Just just turn on the mic and be ourselves. And then after that happened, like, we really saw a lot of people appreciate, like, oh, my gosh, like, thank God that they're finally just acting like themselves. Like, they actually sound like a couple of friends just, you know, talking shit on the couch, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I love that part. And, it, and it's what I think a lot of people love about your show. And I know a lot of us are really curious, dead ass, where, where, where did that come <laughs> from as the name of your show? <laughs> so that's funny you say that because I was actually literally telling Gina, I'm like, listen, we need to do an episode where we explain the name yes. and explain the failed name. So it took us a while to narrow down the name for the show. So 
The reason why it's dead ass. So um, for those in New York and, and Jersey too, just mm-hmm. the Northeast, so to speak, like dead ass has a lot of meaning, right? Like you could say like, oh, are you dead ass? Like, are you serious? Or like, you know, you could say, are you joking? Or So it just takes so many forms. And mm-hmm. um, we figure like, hey, the, the podcast is going to take forms of different topics. Why don't we just call it something that, you know, it's true to us, like true to our New York roots, but it's also something, it's sort of like a state of mind. Like, hey, I'm keeping it dead ass, meaning that I'm keeping it 100. I'm keeping it factual. I'm keeping it real. And so that's us. So we just two girls who keep it real. <laughs> yes. And I, and I love that because when I first saw the name of your show, I'm like, oh my God, yes. Someone else says dead ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like, cause I'm from Connecticut, so I'm not too yeah, far. Yeah, so y'all yeah, say it too. Exactly. Yes. It's like a north. It's a northeast land. So we it's do have be. like listeners from like other parts of the world, and they're like, "What do you mean a dead ass? Are you talking about a dead animal?" I'm like, no, it's like it's just it's a state of mind, all right? Like That's you gotta true. be from here to understand it. <laughs> true um thank you for explaining that because i was like i think that's what I, where they're going with that but i just want to make yes. sure <laughs> of course yeah so since you've been podcasting for two years what do you feel has been like the most enjoyable part of it for you so the most um enjoyable part of podcasting with gina it's um it's actually just the time that we spend together so now that you know we're getting older and obviously we have other priorities uh, you know we don't get to see each other as much as we used to before so, like, having that scheduled time, like, hey, we're going to get together, we're going to record, we're going to talk, and it's sort of like our own um, therapy session, like, we just kind of <laughs> let out what we want to say to each other, um, and I think the fun part, too, has just been interacting with others, like, so I'm more of an extrovert than Gina is, she will literally just, like, stare at you in silence and not say anything. <laughs> So I gotta, I gotta bring that out of her. So we kind of just bring it out from each other because sometimes I need to be reeled back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being able to just interact with people on Twitter and Instagram and just getting the the positive vibes from everyone and and you know sometimes there's a couple of jokers out there who wanna say something and I'm like, hey, we are gonna roast you and I don't care because this is how we are. Um, and I think the most enjoyable part, too, has been, like, learning the ropes of podcasting and, and also interacting with other people who podcast. Like, um, you know, I kid you now, when people recommend us to other people, I'm like, why would you do that to them? You want us to ruin their podcast? You really want us to go on their respectable show <laughs> and fuck it up? Like, listen, we'll come through, but don't say anything when your podcast fails. <laughs> Listen, if they can't handle it, get out of the kitchen, honey. That's what I say. Right. <laughs> like, it's just, it blows my mind all the time. People are like, yo, you gotta have dead ass girls on the show. Gina's like, why? Like, you wait, you want us? Yes. Because you can't be real. <laughs> You don't, you don't bullshit people. That's what I, that's one of the things I love about it. And I was listening to your most recent episode and you were talking basically about that concept of like, yeah, are listening to us, like what is going on? They're going to be like, Oh my God, you're so vulgar. Get out of here with that. Exactly. Like, listen, there are a thousand of other podcasts you can listen to if you need something more clean and enjoyable. But uh, another thing too, is that, and I don't want people to get it twisted. Like, we are not being vulgar just to be vulgar. No, like, we're not pushing the envelope just to be like a shock jock, so to speak. Like this is how we literally are 24/7, 365. 
Um, you, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, not at work, but if you hang out with us, you know, outside, just regular, regular shit, this is literally how we are. Um, and that kind of, you know, we want to convey that to other people. We're not trying to be malicious. We're not trying to, you know, intentionally hurt people's feelings. We are saying this because this is literally how we act. And if you can't handle it, listen, I'm sorry. You can move on to another person. All right? right. No, no harm, no foul. That's right. Real is real is good. I feel like in 2020, yeah, a lot, a lot exactly. of people, are, you know, have been kind of hiding a little bit and not being their true selves. I love when people and just embrace who they are. I think that's the most powerful thing that you can do. Um, speaking of powerful things, what are what is the goal for 2020 or maybe multiple goals for 2020 for the Deadass Podcast Girls? What are you looking to do? So the goal, I mean, we are definitely trying to do a lot of collabs. We're trying to steal your listeners. I'm joking. <laughs> we're, we're, we're to, I'm we can time share them. <laughs> we, can, we can share the listeners, you know. Yes, of course. We can mix in the little Kool-Aid, okay? Oh, um, <laughs> definitely just trying to reach out and do collabs. Um, I think it's been a little hard for us only because we're, um, we've done collabs in the beginning, in the first year when we were podcasting. Like, oh, my God, let's do this, let's do this. Like, right. we took on more than, than we can um, handle but now that we've really ruled on ourselves and we kind of find found our uh, ground so to speak we're kind of being selective all right so we heard it here first on queen's court we are being selective with who we collab with why because we've had some people who have been kind of whack right? mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. i'm gonna be dead ass about it we've yeah. had some people who have not matched our energy and clearly don't know shit about the show so then they'll come on and then they'll put on this act and it's like listen we don't need you to perform we don't need you to pretend to be something else if you're not comfortable with how we reinteract that's cool like we are you know we would accommodate you like we will you know try to make you as comfortable as possible but don't come on here you know like trying to put on a show like that's not what we're doing um, another goal is merch. So we are working on some merchandise. People are actually asking for surprisingly. Um, so yeah. one of the things we're going to be doing is um, some pins and t-shirts. Gina had an idea of doing dildos. Listen, if y'all want dead-ass dildos, we can definitely do that. Yo. <laughs> like, <laughs> Listen, the people need some things in their life. Yo, They're we gotta be, right, like, we got to be creative with our merch and say, listen... I know y'all be having t-shirts and pins, but how about some dead-ass sex toys? Like, right here, okay? (laughs) We are a sex posse. (laughs) Yes. Right. So we'll definitely let you know when that's in a pipeline. And I think another goal is just um, to be able to, um, you know, continue to flourish with our podcast and just continue to interact with everyone. Uh, We definitely kind of want a more... Like, more response from people, you know? Like, I feel like, yeah, we're, you know, we're getting heard, but, you know, it could definitely be better. So, y'all need to step your game up, people, all right? Come on. Come through. (laughs) Come through for the girls. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Hop on board the train, honey. You won't be disappointed, I promise you. Um, You know, I got to thank you for coming on. And before before we go, I want to hear all about this book that you were telling us about. Yes, yeah, so, about that. you know, celebrating Women's International Month, uh, we had this awesome, awesome time collaborating with Jason Norris from the UK, this is our U- UK bloke. Um, he put together a book um, from different women's perspective on wrestling. It's called Women Love Wrestling. It's out now. Um, you can buy it on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles online. So um, he kind of reached out to, like, 
female podcasters, indie wrestlers. Um, there's two badass women who are writing a dissertation on wrestling for their PhD. Nice. Okay. So he reached out to all these women from all these backgrounds and just sort of, we all um, contributed sort of like our own passages into the book. So we wrote about the indie wrestling scene in New York City. I mean, it's only natural that we do that. Of course. Um, so it's it's such a, a good book. I mean, you get to learn about, you know, like there's one indie wrestler who, um, uh, I forgot her first name. She goes by something, The Rebel. And she just kind of documented, like, the trials and tribulations of being a female indie wrestler and, like, you know, her battle with depression and, and like, her insecurity with that. And it's just such a, a great read because, you know, you have different voices. You don't have, like, that stereotypical one fan. It's, like, different fans of different levels. You have someone who just started watching it versus someone who's been watching it watching it for decades. And, um, you know, definitely a, a great pickup for women who are thinking about going into wrestling, either, you know, professionally or as a fan. Um, and it's also not a, a lot of knowledge. Like, there's, you know, passages where they break down the terms. They break down, um, you know, what kayfabe means. They break down the moves. And so it's not intimidating. It's not meant to be for someone who's an expert. It's meant to be for anyone. Wow. That sounds awesome. So definitely going to be checking that out. And if you wouldn't <laughs> mind, would you please let the people know all of your important social media information so they can come follow you and the show? Of course, queen girl. All right. So Deadass Girls, we keeping it simple. Twitter is at Deadass Girls. It's the same thing for the Instagram at Deadass Girls. If you want to follow our Facebook page, it's called the Deadass Girls Podcast. Um, or it's other Jizzy Gina, whichever you want to follow. And for listening pleasure, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Just Google our name and you'll find the link. All right. Sure. That is super easy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and thank you so much again for coming on the show. It's been my pleasure to talk with you. And uh, I hope everyone goes and follows Deadass Girls Podcast. From me to you, Queenie Suggests, episode number five. And of course, enjoy the rest of your day. And please be kind to one another.